Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Who are you getting your information from today? And one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible says there's wisdom in a multitude of counsels. So yes, I do believe that we should be getting counsel, advice, news, information um, from a multitude of counsel and people. However, the track record and you know the bias and the reasoning behind why these people are sharing these or this information with you is extremely important. And we live in a day and age where I think there's a major shift in the way we get our news and information. There's a lot of us that get our news and information from podcasts and you know uh, alternative news sources. You see this exit of Tucker Carlson from Fox News and and him, you know, launching Twitter and there's just so many sources of information now, but we need to be really careful on where we get that information from as you know. But here's what I think's interesting and this is the point that I wanted to make today in today's episode. It's interesting how even though interest rates are at 6 7% um even though there's all these negative job reports and not necessarily job reports, but news articles coming out of all these layoffs and everything else. I think we are still way, way, way understaffed as uh, in general, you know, as companies in America. I know so many people that are looking to hire and are looking for talent. And I believe that there are so many people that are really just struggling to find good help. And yes, there's news of layoffs happening and everything else. But I was talking to somebody the other day whose company laid off like 1,200 people and they're getting ready to hire like 2,400 more people in like six or eight months. And so when you start thinking about all of this, you need to take some of this with a grain of salt. And the whole point that I was making here is the news sources. I think the reason why with you know the Fed's war on inflation, the two real ways to combat inflation are to slow down buying, which they're really trying to do in the real estate market. But we're not seeing real estate slow down. And I don't think, well, that's not true. We're seeing real estate slow down. We're not seeing real estate crash happening. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Obviously, there's not enough real estate inventory. Sellers aren't selling. Um, We're kind of at this stalemate. And I don't think we're going to see a big implosion. And the other way, and this is, you know, to slow down buying, it's not just in real estate. It's consumer spending, Um, it's, you know, people trying to get people to not go out and eat all of these different ways to slow down consumer spending. And so you can do that either through real estate is one of the biggest markets, by the way. Um, you know, the fact that, uh, the American dream of homeownership is one of really the biggest ways that the federal reserve and banks really got Americans to spend money was through borrowing money. And even though you borrow that money for 30 years, the the bank that finances that pays the builder. And you know when you look at the construction industry in America, it's one of the biggest industries over the last 30, 40 years. And the way that we did that is through you know financing. So the way to slow that down is to slow down construction. But again, I don't think we're seeing it you know the way that the Fed is really trying. And one of the main reasons why is because I don't think we believe the media. 
And I don't think we believe the news that, um, you know, I'm not saying we're not in a recession, but I don't see this really slowing down the way that it probably would have slowed down 10 years ago um, with traditional media, uh, traditional news outlets. When it comes to the way we communicate and the way that we get our news nowadays and the way that, you know, we can communicate faster through social media and through alternative news networks and everything else, I just don't think it's as easy for them to manipulate what we're hearing and what we're seeing and put the fear of God into people. Um, oh my God, a recession's coming. Oh my God, layoffs are happening. And then everybody freaks out and stops spending. Well, we're not really seeing that to the same level or at least as fast as we probably would have seen it in the past. And I just don't think we're gonna have a real estate crash. And on the job side, I don't think we're gonna have massive, massive layoffs because people are continuing to spend. And you know, I still don't think we've fully recovered you know, from the supply chain issues and everything else. And so I'm not saying we're not in for some headwaters, but I just don't think we're going to have the pending doom that everybody thinks we are. And I would say that one of the main reasons for that is because of alternative news sources and how we are able to communicate today. So here's, I'll wrap it up with this. I would encourage those of you who have been thinking about starting podcasts or some type of, you know, news reporting or, or however it is that you see that you want, you know, to communicate, do it, launch it, get your message out there. Because more and more now than ever, and I think even more so in the future, alternative news outlets, the way that we get our information is going to continue to change more and more than ever. And why should you not get your message out? Number one. Number two, um, I just want to, again, call attention to, I think we probably would have had a major implosion by now if this was 10 years ago, um, with the way that news started spreading, you know, mid-year last year and toward the end of the year and even earlier this year, when you look at the S&P 500, which I'm not going to get big into this right now, but, you know, we're sitting at June 10th right now as I'm recording this, you're probably listening to it, you know, a week or two later. Um, as we're sitting at June 10th, 2023, the S&P 500 is rallying and it's almost back to its top of where it's ever been. I think it's within five or 7% of its top which was, I think, 2021 or 2022. I can't remember. I was looking at the stats earlier. But again, with the kind of negativity that has been being pushed on us, you would think that the S&P 500 would, would be plummeting, but we're seeing a bull run right now, a bull rally in the S&P 500. I'm not a big stock market guy, but I'm looking at all these fundamentals of not just the stock market, but I just don't see the negativity. And if this was 10 years ago, I think we would have had a crash by now. But because we're listening to alternative news assets and we don't trust the traditional mainstream media anymore, which I don't, I haven't for years. Um, but I think more and more people are seeing through all this garbage. And I think COVID kind of accelerated that with, you know, Fauci and all the other craziness that was going on. But the reality is if you want to start a media outlet, do it, do it now because it's going to continue to grow. And number two, I applaud you for not listening to the garbage in the bowl because even though we might have some dips, even though we might have some challenges, I don't think we're looking at the implosion in the job markets that everybody's projecting. I definitely don't think that we're looking at the implosion in the real estate market that everybody's projecting. So I'll wrap it up with this. Keep your head high, figure out ways that you can obviously mitigate challenges and risk and downturn. But I'm overly optimistic on the future of this country, um, of our ability to make money, I think we've got good wins ahead of us. So keep going, um, shut down the media. And if you know you have any desire to, start your own because I think there's some huge wins for uh, individual media in the future.
Cheers. By the way, Karen and I are getting ready to open the Next Level Couple virtual community. It's $3.99 a month. It's month to month. This community is already so amazing. We've got an annual trip coming up in September to Cabo San Lucas. There's a few spots left with that. You have to be part of the community in order to get in on that. Um, if you're interested in joining that community, we're going to open it July 1st. I don't know how long it's going to be open, probably a week. We may or may not open it again one more time this year. But if you're interested in you and your significant other joining that community, text the word couples to 480-531-7519. Or you can go to nextlevelcouple.com and sign up for the early wait list. Again, amazing virtual community, two calls a month, amazing speakers, awesome couples in there. And again, we've got a September trip coming up that's going to be epic in Cabo San Lucas. Um, nextlevelcouple.com, join the wait list, or you can text the word couple to 480-531-7519. Hope to see you in that community. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.